0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Happy Wine Wednesday, y'all. This week on The Swirl Suite, we talk with Kat, a.k.a. the Corkscrew Concierge. Kat is a full-time tax lawyer by day and a wino mom all the things by night she's juggling a lot of hats but she knows her wine she knows her food she is highly educated check out her story we hope you enjoy cheers welcome to the swirl suite everybody hey cat how are you
2: hey how you doing
1: i'm good i'm good welcome to the swirl suite
2: thank you thank you for having me
1: yeah, we're excited to have you. I've been following your Instagram for a very long time. Very impressed. Your pictures are so nice. Your pool is awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it saved our life this year with uh, distance learning.
1: <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs>
2: you know, when you couldn't go anywhere, that was a thing
1: to do. So, man, yeah, I can imagine. And and where exactly are you located? So, I'm in Houston and we
2: are dealing with a tropical storm. I guess it's depression beta now. So, the city is getting more and more water. That's what we do down here. So, a lot of water today, a lot of rain. So,
1: hmm. I've never been to Houston, just Dallas.
2: So, I went to law school in Dallas. So, I technically lived there for three years. So, but we like Houston better. <laughs> we think the people are better. <laughs>
1: Hey, Glennis, yeah. how are you today?
0: Busy. Mm. From twelve o'clock until about nine thirty at night, I'll be on calls. Wow. calls. wow! I'm oh about to get Zoom calls. I'm telling y'all the truth. <laughs> Zoom fatigue is real. You can, seriously? It's a
2: real thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or not just necessarily Zoom, because you know we got Microsoft Teams. So it's oh, some, Teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And then my WebEx. Co- all of them. All right, they just want to get on there and talk about the cats and they want to talk to them. <laughs> Yo, Get to the point of this meeting. <laughs> like, I don't to talk, talk to y'all like this when I'm in the office. Why am I going to right are right. lonely. They're alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's, are you working from home? You've been yeah. working from home? Okay. Yeah. It was
0: March, I think my last day in the office was March 13th, that wow. Friday mm-hmm so.
2: there's less boundaries now it's just work goes in the personal there's there's no boundaries you just kind of hop on
0: exactly yeah exactly so yeah yeah thank god for wine
1: yes indeed yes indeed, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so Kat, please introduce yourself to everybody and uh, tell us your wine story how'd you get into wine
2: So um, I'm Katrina Renee, a.k.a. the Corkscrew Concierge based here in Houston, Texas. Um, You know, I didn't always drink wine, you know, in college. I didn't drink wine at all. I drank cheap bush beer and trash can punch like everybody else. And so I didn't know anything about wine. Um, (laughs) Trash can punch. I like that. Yeah. You know, you put the liner there and just mix whatever you had on hand. So that's what I drank in college. Because uh, I've talked to people who are like, oh, you know, I drank cheap wine in college. Nope, no cheap wine at all. No wine. Mm-hmm. Not even booze for them. Did none of it. <laughs> um, so I'd say after law school, we we got, we um I met my future husband. And so we would do dinners. And so we used to do the big, you know, five gallon boxes of white Zinfandel. So that's where it started for us. Um, then we got fancy and started drinking uh, Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. <laughs> and
0: then <it> just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were fancy then we're like, hey, we got a bottle and everything. So <laughs> um, so it just sort of evolved from there. And then um when we got my husband and I got married in 2001 and his uh staff gave us a um a gift certificate to B and B to the Texas Hill Country. So we went out there and stayed at a B and B and they had all these wineries and we're like, huh, we didn't even know this was here. And so we visited a few wineries and it just started from there. It was just started a love affair and it just went from there. And so I had a roommate from college, you know, she'd see us checking in the wineries on you know, Facebook or whatever. And she'd be like, well, why don't you, you know, you always go into wineries. Why don't you start a blog? And I was like, oh, well, what's a blog? You know, I didn't even know what a blog was. I was like, <laughs> what is that? Um, so I used to take my son to a uh, speech therapy and occupational therapy, like every week. And I'd sit there for two hours and during that two hours, I figured out like WordPress and just, it went from there. So I used that two hours wisely. And so I created the website and I've changed it a couple of times and it made me cry a few times because I'm not good with technology, but I figured it out and who who in the hell knew? I mean... I didn't even know this was a thing. And next thing you know, people are like, can I send you wine? And can you go here? And I'm like, I didn't even know this was a thing. I was just writing. So it just sort of snowballed. Huh.
1: And so we, um, I haven't had Texas wine, but I know Mm -hmm. Leslie, our other co-host, she Mm -hmm. went to a a business and wine conference in Texas not too long ago. And she's tasted um, a lot of Texas wine. Um, Tell us a little bit about Texas Wine Country.
2: You know, people don't, you know, when people, you tell people about Texas wine, and they're they're just like, really? You make wine in Texas? And then we're like, well, you know, you tell them, well, you know, the Texas Hill Country is like the second most visited wine region behind uh, combined Napa and Sonoma. And they're like, really? Yeah, who knew? And then you're like, well, we're the fifth largest producer in the country. And so you started telling people this. And so people begin to realize it's a real industry. And you know we've been drinking Texas wine for about 20 years now. Mm. So we were there when we were trying to produce Pinot Noir. We had no business trying to produce a cool climate <laughs> <laughs> <right> <laughs> like that here. So we have seen the evolution, and so we have, you know, we've seen the peaks and valleys. And I mean, there is a lot of momentum. You know, we figured out what grows well here, what does well. We figured out the tourism part, and you know. The biggest problem with Texas is they don't have enough people to farm the grapes. I mean, so many people want a winery, right? And there's a lot of residual income in Texas. I mean, a lot of people have just a lot of money laying around, and everybody wants to own a winery, and there's not enough people to farm the grapes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been great to see the industry grow and people figure out what really does well here. And so it's really taken off. And so now they're starting to figure out the distribution part. You know, The bulk of it initially was just grown. Uh, I mean, just consumed in Texas, you couldn't get it outside. And so more and more people are starting to get into distribution. So it's starting to get into hands of other people. One thing I like to do when I travel somewhere, I like to take a bottle, especially if it's another wine person, I'll bring a couple bottles and just to give it, give it to people Mm -hmm. just so they have an opportunity to try it. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People still think the same way about Maryland wine. So that's right. how you think that. No, I've not had Maryland. I've had Virginia, but not Maryland. Yeah. yeah has in a, Maryland has Yeah. Glennis, you're drinking Maryland tonight, aren't you? Maryland.
0: <laughs> <Damn>. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, the lighting is horrible. Uh, black Ankle is the uh you can't really oh uh, well anyway. Oh there we are.
1: Yeah. Black
0: ankle it's um there it's crumbling rock... Well, they named it Crumbling Rock, and it's their Bordeaux blend. Okay, I mean, their classic Bordeaux blend.
1: It's fantastic. Bordeaux
0: Malbec, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Cabernet Sauvignon. So, and it's actually very tasty, especially on this cool day.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, we're in the eighties, so we're we're excited. We're about to throw a party. It it was like upper nineties as of two weeks ago. So. No. I would put
0: a space heater in my bedroom. Seriously. I would sit in the kitchen doing wow. work today. I said, damn, I turned yeah. on the stove and left the oven open. I was like, it's cold.
1: Yeah. That's the bad thing about this area. We we skip fall. We never have like a nice long fall season. It goes straight from summer to winter. I have on a hoodie and I'm comfortable. I got all long drawers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So that fast. on Saturday. I'll be swimming Saturday. That's amazing
1: <sighs> to me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll see it'll see.
2: It'll be ninety here on Saturday. So.
0: Man. Yeah. It's yeah. The season pulling out a big bowl, red. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fire pit season. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, I nice. guess you know, nice fire pit and Glennis's wine, crumbling locks, perfect to sip yeah. outside in front of a fire. Yeah.
0: Exactly. We to taste the rest of them from um, yeah. Melissa, but yeah. yeah, it is just an interesting dynamic because we're going to go into an Indian summer next week, so it'll be hot again. That's okay. why That's why I'm not turning on my heat. I, I repeat. Right.
1: Yeah. Same. I refuse. Yeah. I was like, um, Petco? Washington Gas.
0: No. <laughs> not getting extra money. Nah, I'm not ready. Not, not yet.
1: Not yet. <laughs> 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 nah, been, I'm, I'm curious. I want to check out some Maryland wine now. Yeah. Um, I'm do only you in have Baltimore? Oh, okay. Do you have a few favorites, um, favorite wineries from Texas that you can share with us?
2: I have a few. Um, I'm a big fan of William Chris. Um, I like Calais, Petronella Cellars, Lewis Wines, South Hole Farm and Cellar. Okay, that's enough. I can okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All
1: so right. you
0: mentioned um that the Pinot Noir varietal didn't um do well because
1: it's it too warm. It's too yes, yeah.
0: yeah, too warm. So um what do you feel is the most produced varietal and wine that um comes out of the state of Texas when it can?
2: So right now Tempranillo is the most produced red, so Spanish and Rhone varietals do very well here. Okay. Um, Tempranillo is the most produced. And okay. some people were kind of regarded as like our signature red. Okay. Um, but there are other people that think that either Tanat or Morvedra could overtake Tempranillo because they do extremely well here too. So right oh. now it's Tempranillo for red, but there are a few people banking on Morvedra and Tanat. So, and for white, it's more Viognier. Viognier.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, beignet
0: does well here too. Yeah, okay. Wow, that's interesting. Beignet, I love beignet.
2: I have a love hate relationship with it. Some of it I love, and some of it I'm just like it's just boring. So I I go back and forth.
0: (laughs) It it definitely. You you know what? You're one hundred percent correct. It definitely depends on the winemaker and what. They because you know some most of the time it's not hundred percent V It might be a ninety ten mm-hmm. or a seventy-five, twenty-five. Um, and it depends on what they cut it with. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um I well I used to work at Black Ankle, right? And in their Syrah, they added ten percent of V and to, to give their a dec- Syrah. mm mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Tell well, It's ground. like a Rhone okay. Valley thing. Yeah, yeah. North mm-hmm. and Rhone, yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow, interesting. Yeah, it was wonderful.
2: so that's my retirement (laughs) job is to work at a winery really (laughs) i'm I'm working up to my retirement gig so definitely something (laughs) officially in wine but i'm not there yet
1: yeah
0: totally Totally. understand yes
1: so what do you yourself drink the most of You know, for a
2: while, it was mostly Pinot Noir. And I will say that's the wine that just gave me that aha moment. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. Um, It was an etude Pinot Noir. I was sitting at the Ferry Building in San Francisco. And I was like, wow, wine could be like this. And so for years, I'd say we drank more Pinot Noir than anything. Today, we drink a little bit of everything, but I probably lean more towards sparkling wines. I, I'm a big fan mm. of sparkling. Love champagne, but we'll drink all the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I got to go up north yeah. and hang out with Devon in Dallas. Miss <laughs> Bubblista, I need to get up there and hang out with her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I, so is Texas produced it, producing a lot of um, sparkles
2: people are starting
0: to produce a little more.
2: I have not had any that I just love. I've had some decent ones, but not that I would reach for ahead of some other stuff. But more and more, you see people trying to produce it, figure it out. So oh, okay. um, I think it's coming. Right. I yeah. think it's coming. So we'll get there. Yeah. So.
1: so how long have you been writing for your wine blog? Since 2015. Oh,
2: wow. wow yeah. That's pretty cool. So 2000, yeah. So, um, yep, my son was three. Yeah. <laughs> I based everything on, what was he doing? What was I doing? So, yeah, <laughs> 2015. And it was funny because I started writing, because I just, I like to write. I'm a lawyer by trade, and so I do a lot of writing. And so I would just write my blog, and people were like, well, can I follow you on Instagram or Facebook? And I was like, well, I don't have any of that. And they're like, well, how will people know that you wrote anything? And I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I was like, okay, so then I got an Instagram account. And then, like, I was talking to somebody on Instagram, and she introduced me to Twitter. And I was like, I don't even know how to use this. And so I figured out Twitter. Um, and obviously, I would had a personal Facebook. Um, but it was a long time before I connected my blog to Facebook. So now I have those three um and then it got to be too much right you can't do everything mm-hmm. and so it's like okay what do i focus on but for a long time i was just writing no social media and then somebody was like well girl how will anybody know you wrote anything and I was like, <laughs> okay <laughs> so i went down the social media rabbit hole so, <laughs> so you and know, you also whatever.
1: have and you also have certifications like what um what made you want to go forth with that
2: you know i think I'm just, you know, i just yeah i think lawyers in general are natural mm-hmm. students and so I, I i i really want to do the diploma right now i mean so i i started with csw i started with a certified specialist of wine and I, I really enjoyed learning about that and then i just skipped straight to WSET 3 i just went straight to level wow. three and you know love that and really want to do the diploma but you know it's like okay you have two kids and a full-time job and now you have distance learning Um, so, but I just, I like, to me, it's just one of those things, the more I learn about it, the better I can be, talk intelligently about it. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first started writing, you know, I was Googling stuff like everybody else, (laughs) what is this and what is this? So it was nice to have the actual background and under, and not that you can't learn it other ways, but for me, just, I guess I just think just being a natural student, it was just a natural pull towards the, the certification. So... I just wish I had more time to do them. I mean, I would probably do French, Italian. Spanish. Man, I'd probably do all the wine scholars. And i you know, <laughs> just, just don't have time. So I had to pick and choose.
1: So mm-hmm. I read. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I read, and one of your articles that was uh, based on you um, mm-hmm. in the Voyage Houston that you missed your flip phone. and i found it so funny because on patty labelle on the last verses she said she still has a flip phone does she really she does yeah (laughs) is there something else that you miss something old school that you miss that you want to bring back but you could chime in too
2: (laughs) i miss you know y'all y'all i miss roller skating when i was a kid we skated that's
1: still around though
2: nope i've never seen anybody here you know, we used to have skating rinks. I used to see kids outside. I never see that anymore. And I had rollerblades. I had roller skates. Then I had rollerblades. That probably breaks up now. But um, <laughs> I never see kids doing that anymore. And I, we used to have mm. a good, I mean, even as teenagers, we skated. My my son is eight. I, he's maybe been on skates once.
0: Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm a big roller skating fan too. I miss I miss roller skating and ice skating. I used to do both every weekend. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. every are okay. from oh, you're a, awesome.
0: a little girl all the way up until i graduated and came down here to dc go to college i used to go skate pick up my cousins it was a friday saturday my mother just, yeah. just log it, load us up in the car and drop us off you know
1: yeah <laughs> that's awesome um i have no balance so um uh, <laughs> skating was never anything i think it runs in my family because me nor my brother skate You know, you used to go to skating parties when you were younger. We'd be on the side eating nachos, just like people watching and like telling jokes and like, no, neither one of us can roll the skate. It's just, I don't know. We never got it.
2: (laughs) And I'm not a graceful person either. I mean, I will fall over (laughs) a crack, but I could skate.
1: (laughs) But no, skating is still a thing here. I know a girl, she just celebrated her birthday and had a small skate party.
0: Yep. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a business
2: idea. I'm going to open up one.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You have a wine bar in there.
2: There you go. Oh yeah. For the parents, absolutely. Yep. We could do this. I I need to think about that. Mm I need to
0: think about that. I was about to go down a whole different path of what if you know if we could do something, go back to something different. What would it be? I was like, get the hell out of 2020 and this current administration. Right. Not going to go down that (laughs) rabbit. And y'all, as I sit,
2: y'all, I was cooking on Friday and somebody texted me about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I screamed, and my kids came running downstairs. Mama, did you burn the food? I was like, no, that's not why I'm hollering. I, hollered, I got that text and I was like, no. And i said the, the same God, I thing the food. yeah
0: i was cussing i was oh yeah. yeah. ears. i was like lord why just yeah. why? why just why what is the lesson you're trying to teach? <laughs> we are listening i think we've learned it i think yeah. you can we can go back to some normalcy we hear you <laughs> mm-hmm. i promise
2: mm-hmm. i'm listening right I promise. <laughs> yeah i promise <laughs> yeah, that, that one just every time I say nothing else can happen i I have to stop saying that because I'm like, surely nothing else can happen. So I'm gonna stop saying that because every time I say that, something else fails too. So. I'm yeah. telling
0: you, it's just unbelievable. And that 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 lady, that that trailblazer, was a trooper. She was a soul I'm just like, she lived through outside of all her good works, but her health issues and what she lived through, mm-hmm. and her. Angst to just stay alive past November
1: 3rd.
0: Yeah, now, yeah. we were she all, tried.
1: Well, she tried her best, and yeah. it was
0: just like, oh my gosh.
1: And then I was listening to part of her story that they were telling on the news. I didn't read her book. So apparently, her husband um, had cancer while they were in law school. She went to his yes. classes, took notes for him, plus and her stuff. I was like, oh my God.
0: Exactly, Sarita. It's very interesting. She was such a supporter of his during his illness, during his time. And then he flipped the script and did the same thing for her.
1: Yep.
0: I was like, a that, great oh, story. that's a soulmate. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Supporting her like that. And even if you think about the fact that the issues she was, yeah. you know, out front and saying, Hey, women need this Woman, The average man, sorry, man, love y'all. They, Absolutely. They, they with all that gender equality mess. They, Absolutely. Not, they not with it. And he was right there. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Was, they, I both. mean, they
2: have a beautiful story. I just, I, yeah, I love the story. Like you said, she, she supported him. He supported her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he, he was a tax guy. So, I mean, every treatise I read in law school, tax treatise was written by Martin Ginsburg. I mean, he wow. was Mr. Tax. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I knew more about him initially <laughs> than her. right? Mm. <laughs> because he was everything taxed. So, yeah.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. yeah the,
0: matter of fact, I had that on my list, too. I want to see the, the... Okay, so then there's two different stories in, in film. There's her documentary that's R, R, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG. That's mm-hmm. the documentary. And then the other one was... On I mean, the Basis of Sex. On the Basis of Sex. I was like... Yeah. Yeah, Faces of Sex, which is um a movie that you know you have after came out a couple
2: years ago. Yeah. Okay,
0: so yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to see
2: both of those. Both. I watched both of them on a the flight. I can't remember where we were going. I watched both of them back to back on <clears throat> some long flight, and so yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Got worth
2: it. watching for sure. gotcha
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Now I just got to figure out why I'm a pair with it while I'm watching it. I know. What there would be go. a
2: Ruth wine? I
0: don't mm. know. That's, what would? Good
1: question. That's know, a very good know. question. What would be a good
0: RG? RBG. What would be a good RBG wine? Let's think about that, ladies.
2: Because mm. yeah, she was strong. She was strong, well, but she was very soft-spoken too,
0: though. So. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: Huh.
1: Mm. What wine shows in that way?
0: Strong, but soft-spoken. Hmm. Um, well for me I would think you know what if we let's look at the whites first strong okay Let, let's look at it, you know different colors because it, they you know they all present di- differently so for the white we were just talking about VNA it ha- it holds up it's for me that bouquet is strong yeah but it's soft spoken cuz it can sit in yeah. you know another wine and it just complements it hmm. but if you understand wine to me you were like what's this bouquet and boom
1: with yeah, I think, yeah. Of, I think of think i like that
2: and um, you underestimate it too yeah and it's this underestimated. Yeah, and she was true. small
1: in statue
0: yeah. and they underestimated it yeah. because she knew how to work the system Yep, yep. Making people think it's their idea, especially with that one law case, she made, she brought a man in. Um <coughs> she brought a man in to talk about how he was discriminated against, but it was really women were experiencing the same thing, but because she was presented to the Supreme Court, she had him tested. I was like, this woman's talking. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, yeah that be I think. <coughs>
1: For the white, oh, so can ginger. we do? Can we do <clears throat> for the red a red burgundy? I
2: think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, because I, they I can like be powerful, but they're yeah. nuanced too.
0: Yeah, and yeah. yeah. definitely, I
2: definitely,
0: that.
1: Yeah. I like
0: definitely,
2: that. Yep. yeah. Here's yeah. To you, Justice Ginsburg. Uh, no. I know. I know. Wow. Here's oh, to you. Mm-hmm.
1: So on a lighter note, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know we just went off. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, I, I love it! I, I, I love it. You're all there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a handful of questions okay. that we're gonna ask, and these are pretty much for everybody. The last one is just for you, Kat, but the first okay. four we all can answer. <clears throat> okay, first one: What was your favorite after-school snack? Chips.
2: Bring on the salt. <laughs>
1: any type of chips
2: it doesn't matter i I don't discriminate just bring on the salt (laughs) okay do y'all have uts in texas have
1: what uts Uh uh-uh okay i didn't think uh, so (laughs) that's okay yeah
0: oh my god i had so many
1: because we (laughs) would stop
0: because i we walked to school we didn't bust so we would stop at the local mr henry store and I guess it would be grape and apple now, ladies, because I had oh. had to get my grape and apple now, ladies, going to school and coming because I shared them in school. But then I needed something for home. So I guess it would be my grape, apple, and okay. cherry. Those
2: apple were everything. I love uh, that. you there.
1: <laughs> <What> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Apple were grape,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. And not Starburst, now, ladies. Now, it's a big difference. It's a big, yes. difference. It's a big yeah. huge oh difference.
1: Yeah. yeah um mine was savory okay so <clears throat> junior high school there were uh there was a hot dog stand right so what you would do is you would get like either doritos or corn chips and then the man for actually 50 cent would pour cheese and chili in the bag oh. so that was um i mean as horrible as it sounds that yeah. was that was what we did that no, was what no, we, we did, did for years
2: no, we did too not no mm-hmm. no we same thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, corn chips with chili and cheese in the bag.
1: Yes. Wow.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Wow.
1: Great. Oh great man, snack. that's
2: a throwback there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, those corn chips would be in my chips though. <laughs> <laughs> All the chips.
1: <laughs> okay, next question. What is the first thing you notice about people?
2: If it's a woman, her purse.
1: I, really? Now that's a new yes. one.
2: Yes. Because okay. I love purses. I collect purses because purses always fit. hmm They you can't outgrow them. <laughs> they always fit. And so I probably have about <laughs> 60 or 70 purses. So I'm drawn to people's purses. Always. Wow. Wow.
0: What about it's, you, a, it's a twofer for me. I mean I literally it's a twofer. Teeth and shoes. I go, I start right here and then I look down at the <laughs> And sometimes I, well, really, start with teeth, and then I'm like, I don't even need to look at the shoes. The grill's jacked up. (laughs) I mean, mm -mm. especially (laughs) on a man. I ain't no need to look at your shoes with your teeth jacked up. (laughs) Mm. It's it's the
1: same thing if it's a woman.
0: Well, for a woman, I could care less about, you know, I I noticed teeth. I'm like, oh, she got a jacket.
1: Why she?
0: But it's not the same reaction, I don't even look at her shoes, you know, Mm. get your mouth right, get your mouth right, (laughs) (laughs) It's a hygiene thing.
2: (laughs) It is (laughs) is a recognizable trait, you're right.
1: (laughs) Um, my, My thing is hands. I, um, and it's, it's women and men. Um, I think you can tell a lot from someone's hands, especially if your hands are ashy, if your nails are dirty, like, yeah. Ooh, what, what happened today? Is it, <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> and yeah. then like, if you look at a man's hands and not necessarily how large they are, but, right. um, sort of like their skin, if they have like a bunch of scars, sometimes you can tell if a man is handy, if he works with his hands, works on mm-hmm. cars or that right. kind of thing. You can usually tell by their hands. So, right. yeah, a hands hmm. person. I do notice hands, but. Yeah.
0: Yes. I
2: do too, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would
2: say more so on men than women, though.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, definitely. next question. What is your favorite sushi roll?
2: I am a big fan of Unagi. Oh uh, Yeah. Yes. I like that little sweet and savory and, um, uh, big fan. Um, and my kids won't touch it. It's the one I can eat by ah, myself. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I remember the first time somebody tried to get me to try it. I was like, oh, you can't pay me enough to try it. And I just, I love <laughs> it now though. Yeah. See, there's something to be said for trying. So
1: <laughs> what about you, Glennis?
0: I think um, spicy salmon.
1: Ooh.
0: I I was I was into the spicy tuna for a minute. Then I realized I have a slight sensitivity to tuna. So I never know when it's going to be a full-blown allergic reaction. So oh. I do tuna in spurts, but mm-hmm. um, I do. I love spicy salmon and I love shrimp. Mm. Okay.
1: Nice. Um, I like the rainbow rolls. Oh, yeah. Know, when they put good. the fish on top. Yeah. yeah, nice and colorful. Yeah, I like those. Doesn't matter what fish they choose. I like those. Does those have avocado as well? I think Is so.
2: Just, I think it's inside. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Love avocado. All right. Uno or spades? Spades.
2: Spades. Spade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> uh, that's an easy one. Definitely spades. We used to cut up and play spades so much down in the Blackburn Center. And howard they were like Glenn said Tessa down, y'all ain't going because y'all ain't gonna win. like mm. yeah, maybe we might lose when it's time for us to go a class if we have one, but
1: oh y'all play spades between classes? Oh gosh. <laughs> I would never go to class if that's the case. Yes, spades indeedy. is a long, it's a long game. Yes,
0: indeedy. Oh, yes, indeedy. So it was like hit him and quit him. We had not <laughs> go past two, two fifty. Yo, you know. eyes and shine. Next, come on, take this you know what Beaton? (laughs) I
2: never played in college though. I played as a kid growing up, my whole family. So everybody in the family played. I never played in college, but that's probably because of where I went to college. And so then after graduating law school, then I played again. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, whenever there's like Thanksgiving or Christmas, somebody's Either spades or paquito. Those are like the two oh, right. family Pekino, games. You know? yeah. yeah.
1: My grandmother yeah. taught me how to play Pikino. Yeah. Yeah. That's another long one. You can play that forever. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And everybody can play that. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody can mm-hmm. get it on Pekino,
1: So yeah. Yeah. E- everybody so. cannot play spades. No. 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 I have seen
0: relationships break up. <laughs> like, don't, play <laughs> don't play with your
1: partner Don't play with
0: your partner It might not go well unless you really uh-huh. do. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, I compared spades and Uno because black people take Uno so seriously. And I was thinking to the other day, like, do other cultures take Uno as as serious as we do? I know everybody I think plays it's just cards.
2: It, but... I think it's okay.
1: cards, cards all right. in general. That's a good point. I think it's cards
0: in general. Because yeah. like you said, whist, big whiz, yep. all of the above, yeah. Tonk, pretty pat. Sure. <laughs>
1: All
2: of it. <laughs> <laughs> now it was funny because when I met my husband, he does not play cards. So right. he's from Louisiana. He does not play cards. And so when we would have family events, and they were like, Where did you find him? How
1: does he not play cards? <laughs> 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 is he
2: does not not play cards.
1: <laughs> did, you, you, did you offer to teach him or not? Nah?
2: He's just not that interested.
1: Okay, got yeah, you. So.
2: I mean, gotcha. he play dominoes. Our family plays dominoes too. He okay. was just, yeah, not his thing.
1: Got it. So, okay. We
2: just talk trash in our house. That, and my family, that's just you know. That's yes, how it is. <laughs> 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 and
0: Jim Rummy. That's the other one. That's another game. Get people all. Out. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jim Rummy boy, But it's cards in general.
2: Yeah. I think it's just yeah. cards in general. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Great point. All right. Last question. It's just for Katrina. Okay. So it's a hot Friday. You're done with work. You decide to take a dip in your pool. What are okay. you sipping and what song do you play?
2: Oh, so I'm probably slip, sipping some champagne. I Like I said, I, I love the bubbles. Um, listening to Probably something about Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, I was a child of the 80s, but I love all the music from the 70s. So I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire, function, that kind of stuff. So it's probably, or even Stevie Wonder. Like, you know, probably one of my favorite songs is uh, Stevie Wonder As. And so it, Oh, that's it a could great that. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and A Glass of Champagne, that that would do me right after the end of the week for sure.
1: All
2: right. Yeah. yeah.
1: that is living yes Yes, Yes, (laughs) well Kat, this was so much fun thank you so much for being on the soil suite yes thank
2: you guys for having me it was fun thank you so much
0: um did you tell everybody where they can find you on social media your handles and all that Um, oh
2: well no i don't think we got to that so i am the corkscrew concierge so instagram it's at the Corkscrew Concierge and I think it's just at Corks Concierge on Twitter and um, Facebook so but you can just search the Corkscrew Concierge and I'll come up though so yeah and my husband actually came up with the name incidentally was not me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give him credit for that. (laughs) Lovely. Awesome.
1: Well, you stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week.
0: Please stay safe.
1: All right. right. Good night. Bye-bye.